revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Career Revamp. I'm your podcast host, Alicia Perkins. I am a career development coach, and I teach stuck professionals how to stop settling for less, how to regain their value and elevate their careers without sacrificing their boundaries. And so welcome back, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. It always seems like it's a big gap between each episode, and that's just because I like batch record. So I'll do like four episodes at a time and then it's like another four weeks and I'm having to sit down and like record all of my episodes again. And so if anybody is wanting to know, it takes me about an hour and a half, two hours to record all four episodes. And this has been working so well for me. It has really ensured that I can like give you guys the value that you need on a consistent basis rather than me trying to sit down every week. And so I'm in the process of getting like my podcast episodes more structured (laughs) because y'all know that I can like ramble and you know, I get so many people saying, oh my God, Alicia, I love your podcast. Like, it feels like I'm sitting down with a friend and like, that's what I want. But I still want to be sure that it's a structure, right? That you guys know the purpose and the point of each episode. So, and then I, you know, I keep telling you guys that I want to be sure that my episodes are like, like 10 to 15 minutes, but because I love talking, that has been a struggle, but hey, you know what? It's it's just going to be what it's going to be, Okay. And so this episode, I kind of want to talk to you guys about what needs to happen after you get the job. You know, I talk a lot about the job search and all that other kind of stuff. And I also talk a lot about, you know, when you're already in your position and those signs that it's time to go. But let's let's talk a little bit about, okay, now I have the job. What's next? Right. And I think a lot of people are just so focused on the job search, the job search, and they're just so focused on them receiving the yes, that they don't know that that career management goes beyond that yes, right? It even goes beyond the current employer that you work for. Like your career does not just consist of the person that you work for, right? It's like a a combination of your experience, of your skill sets, of the actual value that you bring, your results, the actual relationships that you build, your goals. It is really a mixture of all of that. And so you got to start thinking just past where you are now. And because if you don't do that, you really will lose the control of your career and you put that in the hands of the person that you work for now. And what I mean by that is meaning that they decide when it's time for a raise. They decide when it's time to actually advance in your career. They decide what skills you learn, right? But all of that should be on you. That is your responsibility to really determine how much money you want to make, how fast do you want to grow and advance in your career, what new skills you've learned. That's on you. But you do need to hold them accountable. I think that's really important to hold them accountable to what they said that they would do. And that falls, like that goes back to the actual interview process, which y'all know I'm talking about that all the time. When you go into the process to make sure that you actually vet them, right? You make sure that you go in and you ask the questions and you state those expectations that you have of the role 
old. And so when they hear all, all of that and they decide to still extend you an offer, that's them saying, okay, I agree to these expectations, right? Because the interview process is not just for them to go in and say, hey, we need this and this and this and this. But it's also for you to say, I need this and this and this and this, right? And so the interview process gives you something to hold them accountable to. So when you go in and you're asking the right things and you actually start and now you're sitting back and you're waiting to see, okay, are you guys going to actually follow through on what you said that you would? And this is a lot of people, right? Because these people be lying. (laughs) These people be lying, right? And so for one, that's why I said, you know, if there are certain things discussed and certain things that they said that would happen, get it in writing. Because they'll be like, oh, okay, I I didn't quite remember that the conversation. No, mm -mm. see, what we're not going to do is that, right? So you definitely want to be sure you get this stuff in writing. But still, at the end of the day, these people will do what they will do. And that's why it's important that you hold them accountable. And even in your career, there's going to be two people that you need to hold accountable at all times. That is yourself. And that's the person who you work for, right? And so you can't make anybody do anything. What you can do is hold yourself accountable. What you can do is show up for you and really get to the place in your career. Like, I don't have time to sit down and wait for somebody to realize who I am. And that's what a lot of people do all the time. And so just be sure that, again, when you're going through the interview process, that you ask the right questions and you get the answers that you need. And you also get those answers in actual writing, an email, and then you hold them accountable to that, right? And also guys, don't be afraid to check in with your manager, right? When you're there, I'll say, give yourself a good four weeks before that first, hey, how is everything going? Like, Don't be afraid to build a relationship with your manager. Now, we all know when it comes to these managers and it comes to these peoples, (laughs) that everybody does not act the same, right? But hopefully you have gotten somebody that you're able to talk to and able and a manager and a boss that you can like build a relationship with, right? And when I say that, you need somebody who you're able to like go to and bounce things off of, right? Somebody you can sit down and start having like open talks about the growth plan for your position. And even in going through the interview process, guys, y'all need to be asking, what does the growth plan look like for this role? Right. Because you need to be able to see if this current position can support your goals. Now, it's not saying that if the current position cannot support your goals, then oh, bye. Right. But it does give you an idea of how long you should expect to remain at that job. Right. Because, you know, okay, wait a minute, this job can only get me so far. And this is what happens with a lot of you guys. You guys get comfortable there. Right. And you forget about your growth or the goals that you've had set because you're like, oh, child, I don't feel like I'm going to look for a job. That's just too stressful. I'm good. No. And you forget about your goals and you become stagnated. Right. And your growth stops. And I tell y'all, when your growth stops, when those uh, those skills stop growing, that is going to impact your income. 
So you want to be sure that you know the growth plan for that role. And that's why it's such a good thing to have somebody that you can work underneath and have these open conversations with, right? Somebody who isn't afraid to share with you those skills that are weak, those skills that need growth. Right. And also somebody that wants you to be successful, whether or not that's with them or not. Oh, now I don't know how many people you're going to find like that, but I, I do believe they're out there because a lot of companies are just so they only want what's best for them and they don't really look out for like the people on their team. And so I think it's really important when you can find somebody who you can work under that's truly concerned about your growth and your success, whether or not it's with them, y'all, like that's a gym, right? Because what people don't talk a lot about is the power in having good relationships, right? Having good relationships can help you advance so far. And if you feel like you can't have that with the boss that you're, you're under right now, that is going to stunt your growth because you need to work under somebody that is going to to actually believe in you, who wants to see you succeed. Because when you have somebody like that, then they will actually like push you forward. Whereas if you have a boss that, you know, I work with people like, because y'all know I'm not afraid to share ideas and, and, you know, speak up. And But a lot of people don't like that, right? Because they feel like, oh, you want to take my job? And, no, I don't, right? So, to have a boss that's secure in their role enough to allow you to like flourish and grow, that is an amazing thing. And also after the first month, like you also need to like check in with yourself. Say self, how are we feeling right now? <laughs> you know, because you can have that new car smell in your job and you're excited about the newness of the job and not the job itself. Or you could just be so excited because you spent the last six months in a job search that was tough. And now you have gotten that yes. And you're just excited to not have to look for a job anymore, right? But you don't realize that maybe you really don't enjoy the job itself, right? And again, four weeks is still a little too soon to make such a, a rash choice or to really judge it so fast. But at the same time, you still need to kind of sit down within yourself in that first few weeks and just check on yourself. So I say, self, how do we feel right now, right? How do we feel in this role? It's not to say that if you don't feel good, then, then just, okay, bye, I'm gone, y'all, quit. But it's going to give the opportunity to start to really examine and look, okay, why do I feel not as happy as I thought I would? Or what is not in this role? that should be here. And that's going to give you the time again to start having actual conversations with the people that you work with and to start to get a really good grasp on that role. But you might say, Alicia, what if things are not what I expected them to be? Again, you definitely want to give yourself some time to adjust. Like that new car smell or that new job feeling usually wears off within the first like 90 days, right? After the first three months, you're going to have a, a pretty good idea whether or not, okay, Am I feeling this way because I am insecure about these new tasks? Because sometimes if you like did a really good job at your last job and you have found your flow, 
And now you're in a position that's new and you are doing new tasks and you still haven't found that flow yet, it can make you feel very insecure. And so you got to start looking at your feelings and like, okay, am I just feeling insecure because I haven't found my zone here? Or am I feeling off because I really don't enjoy this, right? But you got to give yourself time. You know, you always want to be in a mindset of what's next. And what's next doesn't mean that you're always trying to scroll a job board. But what's next is you always sitting down and having a real, a very clear idea of how your skills are and how fast that skill growth is actually there for and actually start looking at wait a minute okay i'm doing like very well in this position like what could the next six months look like here right so it's not always you thinking about you wanting to get another job but as you thinking about what does the next six months look like for me here and once you start to to see the opportunities that could be at your current job for one, you can start to build those relationships, right? And start to see how fast you're able to advance in those other roles if if you choose to. Or you can also start seeing what are ways that I can advance out of here, right? And so you don't want to get too comfortable. Like we, we are living in a time where you literally can't afford, like literally like a rate of inflation is at 8.5%. You literally can't afford to get too comfortable with your, excuse me, with your jobs if your needs are not being met. And and I feel like we can like get comfortable with being unhappy. I feel like we can get really comfortable with being unhappy because sometimes it's some season in your life that you have been so unhappy with for a while that being unhappy or not being satisfied is just normal for you. So once you start to see those red flags or you start to to feel those feelings of, wait a minute, I don't think this is right for me because you feel that so often, you don't even think to do anything about it because you feel like, well, this is just the way things have always been for me. And friend, that's not the case, right? It's important to start setting new standards for yourself and allowing yourself the space for one to change your mind because there may be a job that you thought that was about to just be awesome and then you're like "Ugh, this is not me at all and that's okay and it doesn't mean that you failed it just means that you are learning more about yourself and you need to give yourself the freedom and the space to be able to explore in your career I'm not saying hop to job to job to job and and don't have a plan. But what I am saying is give yourself the opportunity to explore who you are now and also explore other opportunities that you feel could be in in alignment with who you are now. Because even if you ask all of the best questions in the interview process, you will never be able to know whether that job is going to be 100% fit for you until you actually start it. Right. And so that's why when you accept these job offers, you got to go in with the expectation of, wait a minute, up until this point, I do think that this is a good fit for me. But my eyes are still open to really judge whether or not this is a place that I should invest my time, because it's not the the investing of time. That's the issue It's the investing of how much time. Right. Because if you can start saying, OK, hold on, hold on, this ain't right. It could be the job is right. I love what I do, but the people that I'm around is not right. And if you start noticing that around that that fifth or sixth month, now you can start to kind of have your little strategy in place. (laughs) 
to see what those next moves be. But if you keep ignoring it and you look up and it's five years and you know since month six that this wasn't a fit, but it's five years later and you're still there, then you find yourself wasting a lot of unnecessary time. And then, like I said before, getting clear on what those expectations are before you accept the job. Think about what you want. You want to think about what it is that you don't want, right? And you got to be, you got to be, I don't want to say, let me say this. You got to be confident in the ability that you know how to find something that you want. Because everybody knows that they want something that they want, but I don't think people have enough faith that they can find something that they actually want, right? <laughs> like like they can actually like put the work in and go get something that they want to do. And I, I don't think people really believe that for themselves. I believe that they think that it's possible. I don't think that they believe that it's possible for them. And that's going to affect your whole career if you're always second, like, is this second guessing? I guess, yeah. Or always having some kind of self-doubt about whether or not you one even deserve to make the move or two you actually can make the move and i think when you start to like reframe how you think about stuff and not think about okay what if this goes wrong and start thinking about wait a minute this could go right it's going to shift the whole way that you think about yourself and so your career strategy guys does not need to stop just at, at getting hired Remember, this is about career management. This is about you having a mind of career growth and career advancing. And that doesn't always look the same for everybody, right? And this is why I tell y'all, you know, it's okay to talk career stuff, you know, with your friends and family. But when it comes to an actual choice being made, that should be between you and God. You know, and that's if you have a relationship with God, I do. So all the choices that I make is between him and me. But I think that it has to come down to what you know is best and not what you think everyone else thinks is best. Because I had a post I made on LinkedIn and I said, if you keep getting everybody's advice about your career, you'll end up with somebody else's career, right? And you won't ever give yourself the opportunity to set your career on your terms. So just a quick recap, guys, of what we talked about on what needs to happen after you start your new job. For one, make sure that you, you follow up and you hold them accountable to what they said that they would do. Also, even with your manager, making sure that you're establishing some kind of relationship with them and not being afraid to have open conversations and also good and get good feedback. And if the job does not turn out the way that you thought it was going to be, allow yourself the space to explore other opportunities, but also give yourself enough time to adjust so you can make a sound choice. And just remember that the strategy does not just stop at you getting the job, but it's about you having career management. And so guys, this is something that I actually help my clients with. If you are wanting to work with me one-on-one, you are able to apply to work with me at IamAliciaPerkins.com. And if you're wanting support, I also have a private group called Purpose to Pay. You are able to go and sign up 
on that wait list right now. And again, all of this information is in the show notes below. And please, if you are not already doing it, go follow me on LinkedIn, right? That's definitely a platform that I show up at almost every day. And so until then, guys, I will talk with you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.